0: That's what I meant to say. Hey, we had Corey for on Thursday night for how many years? A lot. lot. Felt like 10 years. So Philippians, Philippians four. And uh, let's all get settled and in our seats. And we'll turn to Philippians four. We're going to start a new series tonight. We're going to start in Philippians four in verse 11. In a moment, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation this night and uh, we're going to have a good time. I want to encourage you also, I know everybody in here is involved in life groups, uh, to continue to be involved in life groups and to continue to give yourself to friendships, relationships in that group. And so when you guys get together, make it a priority to be with each other, make it a priority to text each other, call each other, even when you're not together in group settings. Can I get amen? amen? It's good for you. You need it. You need good friends. You need good fellowship. And the best place that those people are is in the house of God. That's the best place you can find them. So I encourage that. And I know there's going to be some groups that are meeting uh, this weekend. So make sure you're there. Philippians 4 in verse 11. Everybody there? All right, let's try this one more time. Everybody there? Okay, a couple yeses, a couple noes. I'll wait for you to get there. Philippians 4 and 11. Reading from the New Living. If you don't have it, look at a friend who has it and read it with them. Philippians 4.11 says, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. And I know how to live in almost nothing or with everything. And I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or on an empty stomach, plenty or little. Verse 13, for I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now one more verse before we get into this message. First Thessalonians First Thessalonians 5. We're going to start there. First Thessalonians 5, it is right before the book of Timothy. First Thessalonians 5 and we're going to start in verse 16. It says I'll wait. <laughs> I hear pages going. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16. It says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Now, this is major key tonight. Major key. Everybody say major key. There we go. Major key tonight is this verse. Verse 18. It says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Notice it says, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will. That's a strong word. This is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So we're going to start a new series tonight called Give Thanks. Everybody say give. give. Thanks. Thanks. I'm going to need the volume level to raise up a couple more decibels. Sure. You ready? All right. Everybody say give. give. Thanks. Thanks. Good. Good. So we're going to start a series about Thanksgiving. Now, it is November. I know it feels like it's summertime, which I like that, that it's still warm outside. It feels like it's summer. But it is the month of November, so that means Thanksgiving is coming up. And we talk about being thankful at this time of year. We talk about Thanksgiving. We talk about the blessings of God. But I want to share uh, something as the first part of the series about being thankful and giving thanks. And it's going to be a new series for this new month about Thanksgiving. Now, something about Thanksgiving and being thankful is this. Uh, We live in the United States of America. I know you know that. But there's something that comes with that. We live in the most blessed country on the planet. It is the most privileged country on the planet. And what comes with that is... A lot of things. And one of the things that's really bad about the United States of America and the culture we live in is we are the least thankful of all people on the planet. There's people in other countries today that have nowhere near what we have, but are thankful for what they have. And they live in more joy, more peace, more happiness than us who have everything we want to have and more. And so there is a key to success there's a key in God and that's thanksgiving it's something that we don't talk about it's something that most of us never practice and that's being thankful now if you hear my heart tonight you're going to get some help on your life a lot of us in here would say I want to live a happy life a fulfilled life a satisfied life a life of contentment but how do you get there and the key to that is being a thankful person being a thankful person And so what happens is we live in the United States, we live in the Western world, which is very privileged, blessed part of the world. And usually, the more you get, the less thankful you become. The more you get, the less thankful you become, unless you are intentional about being a thankful person. A lot of people feel like that the more I get, the more I'll be happy, but it's not true. The more you have, the more relationships you have, the more money you have, the more clothes you have, the more Xbox games you have, the more computer games you have, the more cell phones, the more makeup, the more clothes, the more cars, that you'll be happy, but that's not necessarily true. Because actually, some of the most unhappy people on the planet are millionaires and billionaires. Because they have a lot, but they're not thankful for anything they have, so they live a life of discontentment. And that's what we want to talk about and focus on tonight. It's something interesting in the Old Testament. And the Old Testament talks about this. God told his people, he said that I'm going to bring you into the promised land or a land of blessing, a land of favor. Which, trust me, everybody in here, by the fact that you're here on a Wednesday night, you have clothes on. All of you have clothes on. All of you have eaten. I can see all of you have eaten. All of you have been, some more than others, Okay, all of you have eaten, all of you had a ride to get here, somebody brought you here. All of us live blessed, favored lives. Now don't lie to me, because all of you live blessed, favored lives, even if you feel like you don't. Just by the fact that you have those basic things, you are in the most rich people on the planet, and that's not a made-up story, that's real life. If you have food and clothes and shelter and water... In all these basic things, you are in the top 10% of richest people on the planet. Many of us don't even think about that, but it's true. Because we're thinking about what we don't have instead of being thankful for what we do have. you hear tonight. But this is what happened in the Old Testament. God said, I'm going to bring you into the promised land. I'm going to bring you into this land of favor and blessing, which all of us in here live in this place to some level. But he said this. He said, when you get to the promised land, don't forget about me when you get there. Meaning what happens to a lot of us, the more blessed we are, the more we have, the less thankful we are for who God is that in the first place. And he said, it's a tendency in everybody, even God's people, not just worldly people that don't know God. Even believers, it's a tendency when God blesses you and helps you and delivers you and heals you and favors your life. Once you're on the other side of it, you forget about where you came from and you're not a thankful person anymore. But actually, you should be the most thankful people on the planet. And God said, when you come into the promised land, listen to this. If you come to the promised land, don't forget the one who got you there. Because that's God. And God said, when you go to the promised land, there's going to be vineyards you didn't dig. There's going to be houses you didn't build. There's going to be pools that you never dug. Hello, somebody. In a hot tub. Can I get amen? There's going to be food that you didn't plant. There's going to be Xbox games that you didn't buy in the name of Jesus. There's going to be clothes that you didn't purchase. All those things are going to happen in the promised land. But don't forget about me because I'm the one who brought you into it. And he would say very strongly, he said, when you're not thankful, you'll go back to the people that had you in bondage. And when we're not thankful, that's what happens to our lives. You don't realize a lot of you have lived such a favored, blessed life, and you're not thankful for it. But the key to contentment and happiness is being thankful for what we have. Now, I got two points tonight. Everybody say two points. First point is this. Thanksgiving changes your perspective. Thanksgiving changes your perspective. Now we're gonna read in First Thessalonians. We're we're already there. First Thessalonians five and verse sixteen. Notice what it says always be joyful, never stop praying. That's what Morgan shared on the other week. Verse 18 it says. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. He didn't say everything in life is going to feel like you want to be thankful about it. But he's saying your answer in everything you go through and everything you experience is to keep that attitude of thanksgiving because that is God's will for you. Because when you're thankful, you can get through the tough times. When you're thankful, God can bring you through those times that you're, you can't feel like you can find something to be thankful for. But you have that attitude of, God, it's all you. You bless me. You've given me everything I have. And when you're thankful, notice that's God's will for you. There's a lot of things that people are like, I don't know God's will. There's something right there. That's one of the things that the Bible just clearly lays out. Every time, in every circumstance, it's always God's will for you to be a thankful person. A thankful person. Now, let's talk about this. Thanksgiving will change your perspective. Thanksgiving changes your perspective. Now, I'll tell you how it changes your perspective. And I'm saying these things not to condemn you, but to change your perspective. And I said this a minute ago, but let me read this one more time to you. If you have clothes, if you have food, if you have clean drinking water, if you have a place to live, if you have a roof over your head, you're in the top 10% richest people in the planet. Top 10. You have so much to be thankful for. And most of you have a lot more than what I just read. Just by that. Fact alone should make you thankful. Nobody, nothing. That's why we're preaching a message on Thanksgiving because you guys are full of Thanksgiving right now. (laughs) Because you're in the top 10%, top 10% of everybody on the planet. Just by having those basic necessities, and for most of you, you have a lot more than that. You have a TV, you have an Xbox, you have makeup, you have a car, you have computers, you have cell phones, you have everything you could imagine, and notice you're still not happy with all that. And you have more than most people on the planet. Why? Because you're not thankful. So perspective changes everything. When you're thankful, your perspective changes now this is funny because I know a lot of you have said this I've said this before how many of you have come into the house and said open the refrigerator and said there's nothing to eat there's nothing to eat now first of all if you were thankful your perspective would change the fact is you're not telling the truth there is food in the refrigerator it's just not what you want to eat Come on now, somebody. So this idea, I have no food to eat. Think about how privileged we are, how blessed we are. People in other countries would just want one thing in the refrigerator, and we have a refrigerator full and say, Mom, there's no food to eat. It's just not what you want to eat. It's the truth. And notice when we're thankful, our perspective changes, and you could say, I'm just glad I'm eating food because some people are looking for food and they have no food to find and I'll eat whatever's in the refrigerator. Now, if you did that to your parents, they would probably give you a bonus, a raise in your allowance money. Well, you need to. See, if you were thankful, you get some. So, just by that fact alone, notice, when you're thankful, your perspective changes. Now the refrigerator, the, there's nothing to eat. Now that there's food to eat. How many have went to your closet and said, I don't have anything to wear? There's nothing to wear. There's people tonight that have one outfit, that have one pair of shoes. And think about what Thanksgiving does. It changes your perspective and you stop thinking about yourself and you start thinking about the goodness of God. You stop thinking about yourself and you start thinking about there's other people in need. And God has blessed me so much and I'm over here complaining, I don't got any food in my house. I don't have any clothes to wear. Now, you might not have what you want to wear, but you have clothes to wear. And notice when we're thankful, it changes our perspective. And then we go from being a person who's, Not content to a person of contentment because we're thankful for what we have. Hopefully you're listening to me tonight. All of you in here have friends and you have good godly friends. That's something to be thankful for. There's people around the world that don't even know somebody who believes like them. That has nobody to talk to. Of somebody who believes the same way. But you have a room full of people right now who believe the same thing you believe. Who love God just like you do. Who are going the same direction. And some people would give up everything just to have one friend. And you have multiple friends. That's something to be thankful about. And notice when you think about that. Instead of thinking about, well I just need new friends. No, you already have friends. Be thankful for what you have. I'm preaching better than you responded tonight. Because Thanksgiving changes your perspective Thanksgiving changes your heart Thanksgiving changes your state of being discontent To being a person who's happy and content with what God has blessed you with And hopefully when I'm saying these things I'm not saying this to make you feel bad I'm saying it to change your mindset Because I know a lot of you came in feeling the same way You're not happy You're not content Zod, why are you throwing pins at me when we're preaching? Come on, man (laughs) but notice what's the matter is there's a lack of thanksgiving all of you here have a church family who loves you and is for you a lot of people would give everything just to be able to come to church there's countries that they can't even meet they can't come to church or they'd be killed but we treat it flippantly guess i gotta go to church Wednesday night, Sunday morning, people would give up everything just to be in a local church. But notice, when we're not thankful, we have the wrong perspective. And then it goes from something that you love and you're thankful for instead of being in this place of discontent. Kind of like what we've been talking about on Sunday, you go from this place of pressure to passion when you're thankful. I'd like to say to all of you in here, when you're thankful, it changes your perspective. Let me tell you something right now. All of you in here have people in your life that love you and are for you. Every one of you. Every one of you. You wouldn't be here on a Wednesday night if somebody didn't love you. They wouldn't have brought you here. You wouldn't have got here by accident. There's people in your life, whether that's your parents whether that's a guardian, whether that's a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, or just your church family, there is somebody who loves you and is for you. And there's people all around the world that don't have anybody in their lives that love them or are for them, but you do. That's something to be thankful for. Hopefully as I'm preaching, you're thinking about your life in the right way and changing your perspective, because as I'm saying these things, you should start changing the way you think and realizing, yeah, I do have this. And I do have what I need. And I do have people that love me. And I do have clothes. And I do have food. And I do have all these things. I should be a thankful person. Because I'm so blessed. I'm so favored. That somebody cares about me. Thinking about this and being thankful. Thankfulness, notice, changes your perspective. I wrote this down earlier. I was thinking about this. Because he says, it's the will of God that you're always thankful in every circumstance. I thought about this earlier. With everything in your life, every day of your life, we can always find something to complain about. But we can also find something to be thankful for. But that's our choice. And notice if we find something to complain about, we can find it every day. And you will live an unhappy day. You will live a bitter day. You will live an angry day. You will live, live a day of discontent because you chose to complain about it. In the same thing, I don't care how bad you think your life is, you can always find something also to be thankful for on this side. And when you're thankful, even if you don't have everything you want to have, you'll live a day of fulfillment, of happiness, of satisfaction. Why? Because it's your choice. So we can choose whether we think about what we don't have or we can be thankful for what we do have. And that's the key to contentment. That's the key to happiness. And that's what all of you have been looking for. Why are so many young people, they say, I just want to be happy. Why aren't you happy? Because you're not thankful. You're not thankful. And this is not just a young person thing. This is an everybody thing. I get this way all the time. And I forget about, okay, I don't want all the clothes I have. I mean, I don't have all the clothes I want right now, but I do have plenty of clothes in my closet. Be thankful. I might not eat wherever I want to eat all the time, but I'm eating food every day. You can tell. No (laughs) jokes. Be thankful. I might not get everything I want to get all the time, but I'm a blessed person and I have lots of friends and family and people that love me. Be thankful. And notice when we're thankful, we're happy, satisfied, fulfilled people. So think about this just tomorrow. Try it out. Try it out. When you wake up in the morning, think about I have a choice. You can always find something to complain about in your day. It takes no effort whatsoever. No effort. No effort. But also, every day you can think about something to be thankful for. Try to be thankful. Practice Thanksgiving tomorrow. And see how different your day is when you're not complaining. When you're not thinking about what you don't have, but you're thankful for what you do have. That's the key. Now, number two, this is what we're going to talk about. Thanksgiving is the key to contentment. Let's look at Philippians 4. And we're going to read in verse 11. You guys still here tonight? Philippians 4 in verse 11. So notice that. Let those words mark you. You can always find something to complain about. Takes no effort. Most people are like this. That's why they live upset, discontent, unfulfilled lives. But also, you can always find something to be thankful for. And when, when you're thankful... You're going to live the most happy, fulfilled, satisfied life when you're a thankful person. Philippians 4 and verse 11. Now, Paul wrote this to the church at Philippi. And Paul was a missionary. He was an apostle. He traveled the world. Now, Paul went through a lot more than all of us put together have ever been through. Paul was shipwrecked. Paul was beaten. Paul was tortured by people. He was put in prison. Not because he did anything bad, but because he preached the gospel. He just preached the gospel, and he got all that persecution. But Paul had learned something in his life on how to be content, and that was thanksgiving. In Philippians 4 and verse 11, it says, Not that I was ever in need, for notice, I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I have learned to be content with whatever I have. Something you got to learn. Something you have to learn. That means all of us, we're not going to get it the first day. Just for one message, you're not going to fully get this idea of thanksgiving. I'm not either. Paul said you're going to need to learn this because it's going to take time to learn to be a thankful person. Because we're not naturally thankful, any of us. But that's the way of God, and it takes time to learn to be that way. But notice when you get that way, Paul said, I can be content in whatever I have. Why? Because I'm thankful. Notice he goes on to say, I know how to live on almost nothing. So Paul was in a place where he had nothing, but also, or with everything. And I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or an empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So let me tell you something about contentment. Now, contentment is not a word that we use a lot as young people. But the best, some of the best definitions for contentment would be, when I looked it up, fulfilled, satisfied, or happy. When I'm talking about contentment or you're a, you are a content person, you're happy, you're fulfilled, and you're satisfied. Now, Paul said, I have learned whether I have nothing which that's none of you in here, because you all have something. Paul said, I've learned whether I have nothing, whether I live under the bridge and I'm a homeless person and I have nothing, or I live in a mansion and Drive-A-Bentley. I've learned whether I'm over here or I'm over there, I can still be content. Why? Because I'm thankful. And that's possible for us to get to that place, whether we have nothing or whether we have everything That we can live in this place of contentment. You know what most people live like? They live like a roller coaster. That's their life. When you have, so to speak, everything. Happy. You're happy. Not complaining. But then, you feel like you lost something. You're back down in depression. And then you get a new toy. Get a new toy. Get a new Xbox game. Get a new outfit, get a new car. It goes back up, happy, satisfied. And Paul said, you don't want to live that way because you will be up and down the rest of your life. And you will be the most unsatisfied, unfulfilled, unhappy person. You will live just like the world lives. And that's up and down, up and down, up and down. Why? Because they're basing their happiness on what they have or don't have instead of being thankful for what God is doing in their life and being thankful, notice, and content with what God has given them. That's the best life to live. That's the most fulfilling life to live. I challenge you guys. It says you need to learn this. I need to learn this. We all need to learn this, to live a content life. Most of us don't. I don't most of the time. TBH, I don't most of the time. Most of us don't. That's no place to live. Paul says that we can live in a different place and notice that's by being thankful. And we have to practice being thankful. We have to learn to be thankful. That's why I challenge you, like I said earlier, go home tonight, and I challenge you, start thinking about things you can be thankful for. You have clothes, you go to school, you got food in the refrigerator, you have somebody at your house that loves you, you have all the things that you could need, you might not have everything you want on your Christmas list right now, but you have plenty to be thankful for. And notice that will start changing the way you think. That will change your mood. That will change everything about you when you start being thankful. It's the will of God that we're thankful. I was thinking about the difference between the world and God's way, it's always different. The thing about this is, we live in the world. In the world, the most, most of the time, has the bigger influence and voice in our life. Because we hear it all day. We, you hear it at school. You hear it at work. You hear it on TV. You hear it on Netflix. You hear it on iTunes. You hear it on the radio. You hear it in the magazines. And all those voices are speaking the world's language. And then you have God's ways, which you hear a couple hours a week. And you wonder why they get the influence. Because that's who you're listening to, all of us, if you're not intentional about listening to God's way. And so that's why so many of us are unhappy, we're discontent, because the world says if you get more, you're going to be happy. If you get more, you're going to be happy. You get the new outfit, you're going to be happy. Now what happens when you get the new outfit? You want another new outfit. What happens when you get the new car? You want another new car. And it's a never-ending cycle. Once you get the girlfriend or boyfriend, you want another girlfriend or boyfriend. Okay, don't say amen because it's the truth. Once you get what you thought you wanted, the world says you need to get more, 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 more, and that will make you happy. But it's a trap. It's a trap. And it's a never-ending cycle. As soon as you get the latest, greatest thing, guess what? iPhone 7. But I just got iPhone 6. And then there's gonna be iPhone 8. And then you're gonna be discontent with your phone that works perfectly. Why? Because you gotta get more, you gotta get more, you gotta get more. And you live in this place of unhappiness. But God's way is different. And God wants to bless you, He's not against those things. But His way of doing things is not getting more. But being thankful for what we already have. (laughs) Being thankful for what we already have. That's God's way of doing things. And that's how we live content, fulfilled, satisfied, happy lives. I know a lot of you are tired of being unhappy. Why don't you try Thanksgiving? And not the holiday, the attitude, the practice. The habit, learn how to be thankful. God's way is not getting more. Now, you can get more, but notice your joy is not based on whether you get more or not. It's being thankful for what you already have. And notice when God sees that you're thankful, he'll give you more. It's not a big deal. He'll bless you more. He'll provide for you more. But notice it's being thankful for what we already have. You know, this series and this message is something, I know Thanksgiving and being thankful is not something you guys usually think about in your everyday lives. I don't either. Once again, we live in the United States of America. We don't think about Thanksgiving and being thankful that much. And that's why we're one of the most unhappy, unfulfilled countries on the planet. Because we live this way. But I feel strongly with this series that if some of you really start practicing this and living this, your life's going to change. Your attitude's going to change. You're going to go from a place of depression to a place of joy. You're going to go from a place of anxiety to a place of peace because you're not chasing stuff all the time. You're not trying to get more all the time. You're not trying to one-up the other person at school because you got an outfit and they don't. Or you got a car and they don't. Or you got the newest technology and they don't. No, you're just thankful for what you have. But notice it takes time to learn to be content. To learn to be thankful. God's way is being thankful for what we already have. And I really challenge you. Go home tonight. Not just think about it, but I encourage you. Write things down you're thankful for. You can say, my family, my friends, my clothes, food. Food. I get to go to school. I have a job. I have clean drinking water. I have a car. Even if I don't have a car, I have a bike. If I don't have a bike, I have a scooter. Even if I don't have a scooter, I have shoes that I could walk somewhere, for goodness sakes. Whatever it takes. And the more you focus on being thankful, the more you'll be happy. The more you'll be content. So this whole month, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and being thankful. You guys up for that challenge? Let's be a thankful people. So I'm going to close. I'm going to pray tonight. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for this service. Father, I pray right now that every young person that's here, every young adult,